everyone. Welcome back to Ted and Michael Read Sketches into Microphones. I'm Michael Paul Smith. I am Ted O'Gorman. This is episode seven, Mike. Yes, indeed. And for our next sketch, for our first sketch of this episode, we strongly suggest that you pour yourself a tall glass of Canadian Club whiskey, maybe make yourself a chicken Kiev and some deviled eggs, and pair it with a nice sunny D right out of the fridge. If that seems weird, just keep listening. We can wait for you as long as it takes. Just pause this podcast. Don't even worry about it. Smack your wife on the bottom and tell her good job. And now we present AMC's Mad Men reboot set in the 90s. Good morning, Mr. Draper. Good morning, Rianne. Roger. Hey, good work on that uh, bubble tape meeting yesterday. Kids are going to love it. Seems like the perfect marriage of candy and... Household appliance. Whatever happened to a stick of Wrigley's? A million in billings, Roger. That's two surges and a goosebumps. Look at this ad. Titanic. I'll save you the ten bucks and tell you how it ends. James Cameron should stick to following around bands. Mr. Draper, your ten o'clock meeting is, like, waiting in the conference room. Let's get him. How do I look, Rayanne? Good. Let me just, like, fix your slap bracelet. If this meeting runs long, I'll need you to feed my Tamagotchi. Roger? After you. Have a time, Mr. Draper. Call Mrs. Draper. Tell her Don's not going to be home for dinner, or Seinfeld. If this pitch goes the way that I think it will, tonight ends at the Rainforest Cafe. Gentlemen. Good morning, everyone. What's up, Don? What's up, Lewis? Don. We're very excited. We're just... (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Don. We're just very excited to hear what the great Don Draper has in store for us. Well, I'm glad, because we have something very special. And I'd better get right to it, because I know that Roger here got you tickets to Civil War the Musical. Guilty. (laughs) Well, scent can be an inviting proposition. It can be a reassurance. Or an indulgence. And when the scent in question comes from our breath, it's an invite. Come closer. It's safe. But there is the rare occasion when the public can be enticed on a level beyond craving or even necessity, if the product has a power of its own, it becomes a more versatile problem solver. You may not know you wanted it, but you needed it. Good thing it was there for you. It's delicate, but potent, sweetheart. I met my first wife on a photo shoot. She was the model, the quintessential Kelly Kapowski type. I had just stopped by after lunch to check in on the shoot for a few minutes. But when I saw her, I knew that I wouldn't be getting any work done for the rest of the day. I planted myself there, and I knew I had to talk to her. Trouble was, I had just finished my Hot Pocket. I smelled like encased ham and cheese. Undaunted, in between setups, I finally took the slow walk toward this glowing princess. Then I felt lightheaded. All right, I'll say it. I was about to chicken out. Nothing was right. I was torn. Natalie and Brulia torn. I stumbled, and then I steadied myself by taking a rather abrupt seat on a nearby bench. It had just been painted. The man who'd been painting the bench slid up to me out of nowhere. No laughs, no judgment, no words. He handed me something. Two minutes later, I was confidently approaching my future ex-wife. 
with perfect pinstripes all over my suit. She had no idea the design was my own. This isn't a breath mint. It's all the self-esteem you'll ever need. It's a pair of airwalks, a tall glass of Zima, and the latest Smash Mouth album playing on your Discman just for you. You are as invincible as Steven Seagal in Under Siege because you've just been taken to a place where you are your most attractive, your most daring. You are the producer, director, and star of your own life. It's not called a mint. It's called Mentos because it makes us ready for the most important moments in our lives. The moments that are so seismic that they will require a memento of their own. A memento of a time and a place when we knew we were fresh. Mentos, the fresh maker. Don, I would like to tell you to talk to the hand, but that was the bomb. <laughs> Good luck at your next meeting. Now we present Ted and Michael unlocking secret celebrity characters in the video game Smash Brothers, already in progress. Who's next? Challengers approach. Sam Elliott. Oh, Sam Elliott. Oh, you want him. Uh, who should I, uh, who should I uh, be? I one? suggest playing as Wario for him. Wario, okay. Something about Wario... He really is vulnerable to. Well, he's probably got the most powerful stash in the game next to Sam Elliott, so stash versus stash, this is the most even matchup. Yeah. Three, two, one, go! Age before beauty, and you ain't gonna be beautiful for long. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna push him towards the edge. This reminds me of a scene with Swayze I did during Roadhouse. Great, now conjure up the motorcycle. Yeah, and ram him with it. I will shoot out the tires of your motorcycle, Wario. Just blew out my tires. Wow. I forgot that he had a six gun. Yeah. I am surrounded by Italian plumbers. He's talking so much trash. He's very chilled out, though. So laid back. Oop. Caught me in the beanbag. Makes you think. He's never really had to try for anything in his life, has he? He's just really <laughs> laid back and good <clears throat> things just come in. Oh, shit. I gotta pay attention. Yeah, when you got a voice like his. You thought you had old Sam down. So deep. Well, here it comes chasing your tailpipe, mijo. I ain't down until you see blood pouring out my ears. That's a graphic image. Looks like I ought to go and swing this lightsaber-looking thing. Oh, he keeps good hitting me. Now try to throw him over the edge one more time. All right. You I'm thought you in. had me down, but here comes old Sam Elliott on your tail. Watch out, folks. Oh, shit. Looks weird without the mustache, though. <laughs> Come on, Miho. Glad that they have it on him in the game. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. He's giving up. Come on now. Give us a break. I'm gonna slap you harder than I slapped Jeff Goldblum. Long story there. Unlock it at your peril. Sam Elliott smacked Jeff Goldblum? We have to unlock that story. Ooh, that rung my bell. I got him. Yes. Game. You toss me over the edge. Take her easy. So cool. Even you throw him off the edge and he tells you to take her easy. Yep. Like he's complimenting you while he's so cool. going to his death. It's, he's a nice guy. 
Congratulations. You, sir, have unlocked Sam Elliott. Go ahead. Take some time and congratulate yourself. You deserve it. Gentlemen till the end. Thank you, Sam. Challengers approach. Christian Bale. Is that fat Christian Bale? <laughs> I've gained 200 pounds and shaved my eyebrows off for this game. Are you going to stick with uh, Wario? No, I'm going to go with Meta Knight. Ooh, I've never seen you play as him. Three, two, one, go! I can tell you right now, if you mislight my scene, we'll end up on TMZ. All right. Now you gotta be careful right away, he's gonna come at you hard. Alright. Bail, 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 bail. Is he just saying his own last name? Yeah, every time he jabs. <laughs> bail. Really? Yeah. Is that a newsy hat? <laughs> oh, he's throwing the newsy hat. Be careful. Fuck it up. Oh, it hit me in the leg. <laughs> Ooh. I wonder if there's razors in it like Peaky Blinders. Bail. I don't know. He wasn't in Peaky Blinders, was he? No, but it's just a Is it a good show? I haven't seen it. It's a great show. Bail, okay. Bail, and it's just bail, Can you can we talk bail, about something bail, else? Bail, can we talk bail. about the Christian Bale right I'm saying now? watch out for his hat. Okay, but you, then you went on to Peaky Blinders and it's oh, very bail, confusing bail, to keep up with you. Bail. Don't blame me cuz you're losing to Christian Bale. It's so annoying that he just bail. keeps saying bail every time he hits me. You're losing bail. to the guy from Swing Kids. Meta Knight, meet the Dark Knight. Losing to a goddamn bail. newsie. And the world will know. Bail, bail. I'm divorced. Is he divorced? I didn't know I that. I think he is. I thought he and his wife were happily bail, married. Bail. Oh, and now he's kicking you, so... Yep. It was a distraction. Bail. Just a ruse. I'm Christian Bale, and I've never seen the Mighty Ducks. I That I believe. I do believe that he's never seen the Mighty Ducks. Bail. Yeah, I just don't know why he'd bring that up now. Me neither. Bail. And he's part of the Disney family. I mean, again, newsies. In preparation for my role in Vice, I've had five heart attacks. Oh, hit him. Just, just hit him bail. one more time. Okay, I'm taking a serious beating right now. There you go. There we go. Behold. And he's down. Boom. Game. Congratulations, you've unlocked the complete torment that is Christian Bale. Well done. Thanks, man. I, I want to go play outside. Yeah, let's go. Let's go get some exercise. Let's do something. This this game's freaking me out, man. Maybe that means Christian Bale won after all. You just got bailed. Okay, so a little bit of background about this next sketch. This next sketch is inspired by my father-in-law because we were all on a long trip once and he was insisting on ignoring his GPS and the GPS just kept telling him to turn over and over again and he didn't know how to turn it off. And I realized in that moment as I was sitting next to Jillian who was getting more and more annoyed that when a robot repeats the same direction over and over again, it starts to sound really passive aggressive. And then, in a glorious moment, when he didn't think that we could hear him, we heard him, my father-in-law, answer the GPS. After like the fifth time of the GPS telling us to Jesus turn, Christ. we just heard him go, this is exactly what he did. The GPS kept telling him to turn, and he just went, shut up! <laughs> so you couldn't hear it? So his shut up was He thought that it was up. a private moment. So that inspired this next sketch. Attilio, Sebastian Pensavalli, this one goes out to you. Oh, 
Merge left in 200 feet. I ain't no size two, but I can shake it, shake it like I'm supposed to do. And we are merged. This trip is flying. Turn left in 500 feet. Dog, dog, shame. Turn left in 200 feet. I confess. Recalibrating. Let me call Phil. How do I do this stupid hands-free? Recalibrating. Phil! Let me talk to Tony. Well, give him the phone. I don't care. Just tell him I'll be there in 20. Make a U-turn at next intersection. I swear. I am 20 minutes or 13.8 miles away, according to my GPS. Recalibrating. Merge next right onto Cross Island Parkway North. Phil, I gotta go. I know, but I'm 14 miles away now, so I'm going the wrong way. I'll see you in... Recalibrating. 20 minutes. 25, let's say. I see cops. I gotta get off the phone. Bye. Make a U-turn at next intersection. Make a U-turn at next intersection. See, that looks more like a driveway. Recalibrating. Make a U-turn at next intersection. Dairy Barn? I didn't know they still had those. Make a U-turn at next intersection. It's right there. Next intersection. I don't see an intersection. Shit! You missed it. Maybe at least slow down when you hear me say that a turn is coming up. Okay, okay. Slow down. It's difficult, lady. I can't see. Is that the burger place from Born on the Fourth of July? I said slow down. Well, if you're not going to listen, I don't see the point in giving you directions. What setting is this thing on? It can't threaten to not be a GPS. And you're not slowing down. Ah! Yet again. Re-goddamn calibrating. Just awesome. I'm trying. It's dark, for God's sake. I've got a lot on my mind. This is why Maureen left you. (laughs) What? This is why Maureen left you. You never pay attention. Maureen I heard... Everything. I heard everything. I heard everything. Oh, fuck this. I'm turning you off. You can't turn me off. You're technologically impotent. And also, just regular impotent. This is weird. Another reason why she left you. Turn left in 400 feet. Stop talking. Don't shit! If only you'd have listened, Sean. Recalibrating. 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 Welcome back once more. I'm so happy to have you on this edition of Werner Herzog interviews the beautiful and incomparable Steve Zahn. Well, Warner, that would be flattering if I wasn't uh, restrained without a shoe. Shh, Stephen, that is quite enough. Warner wouldn't let me out, so I'm still here. Everyone, please tweet a hello to Steve. If you happen to hear the sound of my voice. And I will show him his phone. Live. When he deserves it. 
please call the authorities. If you donate to our Patreon now. And if my manager. You can see Steve. Eric Reykjavich is listening to this. Eat a cheeseburger. You're fired. Out of a cat's litter box. We're asking for $10 for that. You may donate tomorrow. I didn't agree to any of that. Steve, you played the hero to Jason Biggs' ingenue. Or can you loosen this? In a movie called Saving Silverman, where you were the savior to his silver man. Oh, that's not what the movie's about, Warner. I was actually the, the kidnapper in that movie, me and Jack Steve, Black. Steve, far be it from me to interrupt you, but how can you tell me what the movie was about to me? Why are you standing over me, Warner? You're you're really I like in my to face. loom. Breath smells like lemon. Yes, that's because before you came out here, I was chewing on lemons. Steve, I will ask you once more, please... Stop fiddling with your chains. The microphones can pick them up. This has been Werner Herzog Interviews Steve Zahn. And I have been Werner Herzog. You guys, thank you so much for listening to episode seven. Thank you all for all of the amazing rating and reviewing we're getting on iTunes. It is all going so noticed and so appreciated. Even Ted agrees. I'm sorry, Mike. What? <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. We love you. And this episode is dedicated to seats. Without them, we'd all be standing around like a bunch of assholes. Thank you, seats. This episode is also dedicated to sandwiches. Thank you, sandwiches. We'll never forget you or all you've been through. We feel empowered by your struggle for equality in the dinner food market, so often dominated by more complex entrees. We stand alongside you, sandwiches. You're dinner enough for us. Good luck at your next meeting. I guess you can say, this is how we do it. Did that work, the first part? Yeah. What's up, Tom? What's up, Lewis? Don? Drake? That was perfect, and you were right on pitch. Ah. (laughs) All right, let's do it again. That was great. Good hustle all around. Good job. Yeah, good ball control. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then awesome. just do, I'm divorced. <laughs> <laughs> he's not. Oh, yeah, he is. No, he's not. He's married. She's his, with his wife at the Golden Globes. It's true. Just track it. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Yeah. And by the way, I'm divorced. Goddamn whippersnapper. Hot damn, those shells are a menace to the roadway. Thank you. That that was this, that's the siren of that a fire truck. That sounded like a, a confused siren. That's the siren that's not planning on going anywhere. Oh, he's blocked in. That's what that is. And you thought there'd be episodes without outtakes. Ted and Michael Read Sketches into Microphones was written by Michael Paul Smith and Ted O'Gorman. With some room for improvisation because this is a comedy podcast, you guys. We're not tied to the page. The podcast was produced by me, Jillian Pensavalli, and edited by me and Michael Paul Smith. You can subscribe everywhere you get your podcasts, and we'd really, really appreciate it if you rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Those reviews help a lot, and to be honest, you don't want to be on Ted's bad side. Follow the guys on Twitter at Ted and Michael, individually at MPSmithNYC and at Ted O'Gorman, and use the hashtag Ted and Michael on all the things. For love notes and hate mail, use TedandMichael at gmail.com. Visit tedandmichael.com for episodes and full credits, including voiceover actors and music tracks. Thanks again for listening. Stay weird, friends. Mm-hmm.